in three, two, one, in, in, in. What's up, guys? We're uh, back doing another podcast here with Jonathan. Hi. All right, let's jump right into it. Oh, so, okay. <laughs> well, uh, if you, uh, during the February break this year, we did a couple things. But one of the main things that uh, one of the fun things that we did was we went tubing at the uh, largest hill in New York for tubing. It was fun. Um, supposedly twelve hundred feet of fun. Yeah, it was pretty good. I got to be lazy, get lifted up a hill, and then let gravity push me back down the hill for about two hours. Nice. Yeah. Sounds like you had a good time. Uh, before we get into the next thing, uh, we didn't upload for a while because we didn't really have anything interesting to talk about, so we just decided, kind of like my YouTube channel, I just kind of took a little break and was like, yeah, I don't have anything to upload, why bother? So, that's kind of why we didn't upload, for those of you that cared. Like, there's anyone who ever even watches this besides... <laughs> Our friends. None of my friends watch it, so it's all yours. <laughs> uh, well, they watched the first one just to criticize me. So. <laughs> I got internet. Yeah. It's really fast. We got Verizon Files and uh, 300 megabyte down and 300 up. It's pretty That's nice. That's nice. Oh, yeah. I uploaded a YouTube. I get now. I get I get four hundred down and uh twenty two up. Mm-hmm. I uploaded a YouTube video yesterday. It uploaded before I even had time to make the thumbnail and do all the tags and the description and everything. It was already ready to go. I clicked upload and it was at fifty percent within that's great. You would think I would get internet and then uploading a video would be the first thing I would do, but we got internet and I kind of just took a break. We're back at it, and I think I'm going to do a live stream in the spring when I start getting my dirt bike ready towards the end of spring, probably like April. I'm going to try to do a stream set up out in the barn and do a stream of me getting my dirt bike ready for the season. Maybe I'll uh, also record the stream and turn it into an actual video for you guys. Just like showing you guys how to do some stuff. Right. I've got a question for you, just not in any of the topics. If you could go to one, like, we'll just say event for now. That's like a weekend or something or a couple days. What event would you go to? Like, could be a motocross or concert Cross or race. motocross race. Yeah, supercross race. All right. I was gonna go last year on my birthday, but my dad took too long to order the tickets, and then COVID hit, and then I can't do that because there's a race on my birthday. So where, in if you went, where would you sit? Like, down by the track, up top, so you can no, get a good view. Probably get the cheapest ticket. <laughs> well, theoretically, if you could sit anywhere, if I could sit anywhere. Honestly, I would want to sit higher up so I can see the entire track. Because if you're lower down, you can't see the whole track. You can't see people the whole time. But also, I feel like if you're up high, you won't be able to see your rider. You have to, like, bring the binoculars or something. I don't know. Stadiums are... It's the size of a baseball field. They're bigger than that, so... Thankfully... If I, go, if I could go to any festival or anything, it'd probably be Tomorrowland. What is that? It's a... Music festival, I think it's in Dubai, and it lasts a couple days, and they it's the world's biggest uh, EDM music festival right now. Ah. Never heard of it. Alright, did you want to get to 
what we did this weekend. Yeah, you want to do that third topic a little bit later. Uh, I might actually do the last one first, so that we keep it in order. Alright. Chronological yeah. ones. So, along with that over break, um, my mom said that maybe I should try downhill skiing, and I was interested. And I said yes, because it looks like something that I would enjoy. So, we went out to Woods Valley, took the lesson for about an hour, and the instructor was, um... Impressed, she said that she'd never seen someone improve that fast before. You say that to everyone. What? You say that to everyone. Oh. Well, it's like a teacher telling you you did really good on a test. Yeah. Or the on your like report card where it says, "Is a pleasure to have in class," but yeah, everyone has that. <laughs> Alright, alright, anyways. So, um... After our lesson, we had another two hours to ski. So, we went up the big boy chairlift. <laughs> up to the biggest hills. And, of course, I did the first one with my mom on the, uh, um, like, green hills. Then I took her down a blue hill. And then I decided that I wanted to try some of the Black Diamond Hills. <laughs> because I felt pretty confident in my abilities. So the, the As first one, one does I went after down... skiing one time for two hours. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I tried the first one and it was pretty fun. There was the jumps in there, I got some air. And then it merged back into the Blue Hill because the bottom of the uh, Black Diamond Hill was a double Black Diamond. And I wanted no part of that. Because that said experts only, and I didn't think that I was an expert. What do you mean you didn't think you are? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not even one, and I've been skiing for years. Then again, I haven't skied in two years, but... Yeah. That's not the point. Anyways. So I tried some of the other hills, and then I got into the all-natural skiing. The ones with all the trees. Oh, those are fun. And that's when the fun started. <laughs> Because when you're in there, you really there's really not a lot of room to stop, and you just start going boom, 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 tumbling down the hill, trying to stay on your feet so that you don't fall. So I tried one of them, then I tried another one, and then the other one. I was not aware that the that it led into an overfield, and then he got to the beginning of two other trails. I had two choices. Um, and both of them were double black diamonds. <laughs> and I was like, oh, crap. Send it. Well, yeah, yeah, basically. So then Screw I, me. Uh, <laughs> I, di I did in fact make it down that hill. It was fast and steep, so I didn't really try anything. I was just trying to move back and forth, trying to kill some of, some of my speed, and I made it down. And then I went back up again to try some of the other one. Try some of the other ones. Oh wait! So after I came down from that try, I waited at the bottom because um, my mom was still coming down the other hill, or so I thought. So I wait there for about three, four minutes, and then I see a snowmobile shoot up the hill uh, with, like, a medical person on it. And I'm like, oh, no. I've been waiting for my mom for, like, five minutes, and it took me five minutes to get down the hill. It can't take her ten minutes to get down the easiest hill. And then I see a group of people uh, huddling around a couple people that are on the ground. Thank, uh, so I came up and I asked around what happened, and apparently someone is knocked out cold on the uh, ski slope. And um, I was concerned. I was like, um, "Do we do we know who it is?" Eventually, I heard from someone that it was that it was their friend. However, I still did not know where my mom was. She comes down the hill eventually. I had been waiting for about 10 minutes at that point, and I had called her. <laughs> um, and she um, told me that 
she fell a couple times on the beginning of the slope, and that's expected. I mean, nothing out of the ordinary. But then someone caught in front of her, crashed into her, which caused both of them to crash into another person, and the other person was the one that got knocked out. So. Ooh. Um. Yeah. Then, um, she said that I could go up on my own. She thought that she was done for the day. She had a fun time, though. So I went up, tried one of the uh, other glades with the trees, the little slopes with the trees in the woods, and I was getting bounced around a heck of a lot more than I did on the other one. Um, and I kind of lost control, but it was fine. I got back up. My ski came off, though, when I landed. We um, need to go skiing but... together. That would yeah. be something. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, I'll, I'll try to speed this up. I went down the hill. Speed what... it up. We got all the time we need. I do. All right. So then I went back, went back up the chairlift, and I went down a couple other hills. And then for my final run, <laughs> I wanted to try the one that's front and center and steep. It's called Pepper's Pride. I've been down that one. So, I started going back and forth and everything. Everything was fine. There was a couple seven-year-olds flying by me. <laughs> because I'm slow. I'm not that slow. I'm not as slow as my mom. But... <laughs> It's going back and forth, and then on one of my turns, I turned a little too much and then started sliding backwards. Um, thankfully, I didn't get going too fast there. So I got back around, started turning, and then all of a sudden, I turned a little bit too tight, and my ski came off (laughs) on the hill. My ski started to slide away from me. And I dove, oh, I dove to grab the ski. And I grabbed it by the end of it. And then I spent the three or four minutes trying to get my ski on. Because I got the front of the boot in. And I pressed back down. And then it would just kick my, the back of my foot back out over and over again. And I don't know why. And then a couple people that were coming down that were experienced came front. down and were like, what the hell are you doing? Why are you on this hill? You're a beginner. You didn't have your boot all the way in on the front. Yeah, probably. Um, And I was using rental equipment, so, you know. Yeah, sketchy. Um... I did eventually so make it down to my hill, yeah. down the hill, and then it was time to go. And it wasn't over yet. We get the equipment off, we return it, then we go back to our car, and then we're getting ready to go, and I realize I don't have my phone. Oh. So, I tell my mom, and she's like, okay, where do you think you left it? I'm like, can I have your phone? And her phone, of course, was at like 1% because it was really cold. So we plugged it in, had to wait a minute. And then I logged in on her Find My iPhone app. And then I was waiting for the, because it it took me to a Safari page because I hadn't signed in on her phone yet. And I was worried because she had one bar of service and I didn't think it was ever going to load. But it did, eventually. And then we were tracking my phone. It was up there. It was up on the hill. And we were like, oh no. And then, it started to move. It started to go down the hill. Back and forth. Down the hill. Someone had picked up my phone, so then we walked back to the clubhouse. We were tracking the phone, so we saw the person that had the phone. We saw it get returned, then she wiped it off the paper towels. We went up to her, and then uh, we we said that we had lost a phone up on the slope. Um, We were wondering if someone returned a phone, and then she's like, what wallpaper did it have? And then... I, of course, tried to describe my wallpaper. And she's like, yeah, good enough. Um, so 
she said it was a little wet we tried to dry it off and here you go so i got my phone back we got in the car when we went home however a word of advice to everyone else Yes, you want to keep your phone warm, so I put it inside the inside pocket, and which does not have a zipper. Put your phone in a pocket with a zipper in it, <laughs> so that it doesn't fall out when you hit a jump. My snow pants have an insulated pocket with a zipper, so that's where I keep mine. Yeah, fancy. Mine don't. Again, the only zipper pocket I have is the is the pocket where your hands and gloves go, and the jacket. In the front. My, my grandma's a little insane and bought me a expensive pair of snow pants. Oh, okay. As you know, she is a little crazy sometimes. Yeah, just just sometimes. She definitely didn't make you a, a chocolate chip cookie the size of a dinner plate. <laughs> it's like an inch three, and a half. Three of them. Thick. Three of them. Yes, three of them. That, that That's like insane. Yes, they were very good though. I I had one a day. <laughs> All right. Uh. So. What's next? I don't know. I guess we can start um with the uh, the first event of our sleep of me coming over to your house. So the first thing we did. I told Jonathan, "Hey, we need to hang out more often. Come over to my house. It was like a Saturday or something." Come over to my house, we'll have some fun for a few hours. Probably like an hour in, and I don't remember, someone joked about it or something. Just like, yeah, just stay the night. And I'm like, really? Like, his parents are okay with it, so he called his parents. And like, yeah. and then when uh, your sister went to get the pizza, yeah. she picked up my stuff. My sister went and got pizza, and was right by his house, so they picked up his stuff. Long story short, he stayed the night, but before we went to bed at like five in the morning, um, we decided to go snowmobiling. And of course, us being the crazy idiots we are, we're like, just snowmobiling, really? It's, it's not fun. Gotta make it more interesting. That's not exhilarating. So we found the idea of towing a sled behind it. So we started now off with a wooden toboggan. So let me explain the conditions a little bit for this. Oh, yeah. So we, of course, had a ton of snow, a little bit of it melted, but then we got some more snow. So we're thinking it's fine. And then there was in rain reality, before that. In wait, in reality, it was two inches of powder on top and then an inch and a half of ice. Just ice. However, it, it, had, it was brittle, so you could break through it. However, the issue... When you got your what hands on the side of a sled trying to steer it, and your hands are getting freaking cut by ice. Absolutely chewed up. Yeah. And then, <laughs> if you if you, the person towing you on the snowmobile decides to go 25, 30 miles an hour. No, it was 35, 40. <laughs> well, that was only when we did it at night. <laughs> no, that was only when we did it without the GoPro. So that you could actually <laughs> hold on. Yeah. You can't really hold on very well was, and steer. That was when I was genuinely scared because I could not see a thing. Oh yeah, My I got a picture of his goggles just all fogged up. Yeah, I couldn't see anything except a glowing red in front of me. You have a brake light. The tail light. It, yeah. It was great. So we started off with a wooden toboggan. And that wasn't working out because it kind of hurt your knees because you had to kneel on it to be able to steer. So we're like, and there was no like lip on the sides, so you got yeah. some protection from the ice. Yeah, that too. It was just straight up flat, except for the curve on the front. So we decided, well, we'll try a plastic sled. So originally we had taken a piece of like some broom handle or something, and we cut it. To be like a ski handle for like water skiing. Like, oh, this is a great idea. Well, turns out you it, can't it was really, not such a great idea. Yeah, you can't really hold on to it because you know it just like gets pulled out of your hand. And I'm driving, and every time I just go to take off, I go very slow 
Yeah, and then, of course, I, I had to hold the GoPro, too. Oh, yeah, and he was trying to that. hold the GoPro. So I was kind of being a jerk because I made him hold the GoPro. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> then we tied the rope directly to the rope on the sled, the, like, piece of Because we were like, all right, it's not going to work, so we might as well just break it. <laughs> yeah, and so we're like, and if it breaks, it's a cheapo sled, number one. And number two, we can actually hold the GoPro. So we tied the rope right to the piece of paracord. Everything worked out fine. I mean, it was our best method. Yeah. And then as we were, of course, when we were at night, we were done, we were packing up. We had to head back. And, of course, I was um, very beaten whoa, 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 up. Whoa, wait, wait. So we went out to one of the farther fields out in the back. And I didn't want to take the long way all the way around. So that John could ride in the sled, because if we did that, if we went the short way, he would have definitely fallen out into a ditch. So I'm like, hey, you look freezing. Get on the back of the snowmobile, and I'll just wait, drive us wait. home. Can we talk about how we got to the backfield? Yeah. Um, because that was very interesting for me, because we had to go on a gravel road that was iced over. Oh, and yeah. And I was sitting on that gravel road, and it... Quite honestly, it felt like a massage. It was, it was, <laughs> like, steady, uh, never mind, <laughs> never mind. Anyway. It was relief, it was relief from the ice. Um, so we go to head back, I'm like, John, just hop on the back here with me. Great idea, right? So. We'll just tow the sled we, behind us, it'll be fine. So. He gets going, and we're going, and I look behind, and I see a black figure flying 30 feet up in the air. No, 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 you gotta talk about, so we went across, we, there's this, like, bridge that that goes over a ditch. And we go over the ditch, the sled goes to the side. So the next day, my dad's here, and he's like, um, I went out back earlier, and I saw there was a sled path in the ditch. Did you guys go in the ditch? I'm like. No, and then I asked John, because he was walking by, he's like, no. My dad did not believe us at all. <laughs> Continue. Yes, so, um, the sled was flying back and forth, and of course we slowed down to turn, and then it went uh, through the ditch, because we, it, it was corner. Um, and then it started flying again, and then we got moving, I don't know, how fast were we going? 60. Okay, so we're going 60, <laughs> and we have the sled behind us, and it's literally going back. Uh, it's like a Dementor. Like, side to side, and it, I swear, it's traveling at least um, 30, 40 miles an hour from side to side, and then it just shoots up into the air. See, I didn't get to see it this. It appears into the night sky, and of course, we're like, oh, we have to go back for it once we get back. No, we didn't. I didn't even realize it came yeah. detached. It just went up we into did, the sky, we... and I'm like, eh, it's still behind us. And then we get back, and I keep going, and then all of a sudden I look at the rope, and I'm like, uh, there's nothing on the end of the rope. There's nothing on the end of the rope. So ah. we untie the rope, and we go out there. Oh, this um, part's. <laughs> we did find it. So, of course, how are we going to get it back? And I'm like, okay, I'll just hold it. So I. You've got to explain how it. you held it. It's it is the most awkward and longest sled I've seen, plastic sled I've seen. So of like course I put it on the top of my head. He's taller than me, so it's angled upward. Keep that in mind. It is angled upward, <laughs> so I'm hanging on to it by the edges, above me. And of course, and me being the little troll, I went forty, fifty, sixty. He went forty. I'm squeezing my thighs as much as I can to keep myself on the ground. That thing, I swear, was pulling up on me with the... Now, I weigh about 90 pounds. That thing you was weigh more than me up... now? Possibly. Okay. That thing was pulling up on... Pulling on me. Parachute. With at least 100 pounds of force. <laughs> because I was getting lifted off my seat and my legs were the only thing keeping me on there. Testing your strength. Testing my strength? No, 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 no. This was you trying to teach me how to fly. <laughs> this is like the art of flying a tube, but flying with sled. On the back of a sled. Yes. 
<laughs> so uh, yeah, we were we were we were done after that, and we went inside to mess with the computer that I brought over. Oh yes, this part gets fun. So so we look at look at my computer. We um and while we were out um uh, sledding behind the snowmobile, we were copying files from an old hard drive into a bigger hard drive because I needed more storage space. And you had one available. I had like three five hundred gig hard drives in here just for that. So, um we we get back and it was done and we put it back and every and we put it back in it, made sure it worked and everything. And then we uh while we were in there we decided, alright, let's just plug into this plug the C D drive in to see if it works. So it the C D drive comes out Except it's just plastic. There's nothing in it. So <laughs> we didn't we're think dumb. it worked because we're used to seeing like the whole spinning assembly in the bottom of it when it pulls out. I didn't realize this is a newer computer where they have it. So like you know, the whole thing comes out with a piece of plastic. Yeah. So I'm so... like, hey, I got this old computer. It's got a disk drive and it should probably work. Here, throw it in. We threw it in. We took out yours. Like, well, like... no, no, no. We didn't take out mine. We decided, all right. Well, I don't. We don't really care about it. So let's just put it in the bottom of the bottom one. And we left the other one plugged in, and then we plugged in this one. So now we have double disk drives. And then the same one, and then the next one comes out, and it's the same thing. And we're like, oh. So then oh, at wait. this point, I'm all like, the internal on. stuff is on the inside. Is Something wrong here, or what? So I went downstairs and I grabbed just like a random disc I didn't care about, and then I threw it in, and it worked, showed up. So we were stupid. So then we decided. Uh, you know what? Here. Double CD drives isn't a bad idea. Yep, keep them. So now I have a computer that has a giant hole in it. And then. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, we forgot about the floppy disk part. Yeah, that's what I was going to mention. Oh. I. I have a floppy disk drive in this computer as well. And I'm like, well, if your CD drive doesn't work, you can always throw this floppy drive reader <laughs> And mind you, this floppy drive reader is not made for that big computer. It's like a, it's pretty small. So I put it in. I couldn't get the screws in. So it was kind of just like hanging off one side. <laughs> like, it works perfect. However, there was kind of a gaping hole in the computer that you could that a cat could stick his paw in there. Yeah, and he has a cat stuck in there. He's like, no, I can't have that. So I'm like, all right, fine. I'm just so I'm like, fine. Here, just go, go destroy. Put the CD it. drive in there. No, no, no. I told you go destroy the uh, floppy drive. Without you knowing, <laughs> I turned around and I put the second CD drive in there. You're destroying that thing. And I I'm t I'm trying to take it apart piece by piece methodically. And then he's like, here's how you do it. He comes over there and just smashes it. No, I came over the screwdriver and I scratched the board. And then you're like, no, that could have been working still. <laughs> and then uh, I turn around and I'm like, oh yeah, go check out your computer. And he looks and he's like, <laughs> You just and die. he has both CD drives open, going back and forth. Yeah, so the CD drives are just going in and out and in and out. And he's like, why? I'm like, for the memes. <laughs> so now I have a computer now that I can just, uh, if I want to fidget with something, open and close the CD drives. It would have been even more of a meme if one of them just sat on the top of the case. Not even in it, just on it. No, if we had a third one, Hot we drilled it. a hole in the top of the case. Hot glue it right to the top of the case. <laughs> I do have another computer. Same one. No, no, but the person I got this computer from still wants the case back if we get it. still wants it back, so. What if I want it back? What? What if I want it back? Well, I don't know. Pay us. He said if he said if I was gonna upgrade the case, he wants the case back, the current case back to perform experiments on it. 
Anywho, uh, so then the next morning we wake up way later than I thought we were gonna, well, way later than you thought we were gonna. He's like, oh yeah, we'll get up at 10, 11.30, you get up. No, 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 I did wake up at 10, and I saw you sleeping, and I was like, well, what is it to do? Yeah, it doesn't matter. Alright, good night. <laughs> and I uh, good. went back to sleep. Good morning and good night. And, uh, so then we wake up, and I'm like, oh crap, I was gonna make you help me put a fan in my drawer so my computer is hooked up with a laptop so it overheats because it's uh, an i7 and it you know those are pretty decent processors so it gets pretty hot in a drawer hooked up to a docking station with three monitors so i'm like you know what we're gonna cut a hole in the bottom of this drawer and we're gonna install a fan for cooling so so I had a, I had two options for a fan. I had one that was just like hooked up to a battery pack, that was just one random that I had from some uh, summer school science thing that I did, or I had one from a fat suit (laughs) that looked like a turbo. Basically, (laughs) instead of just being like a flat fan, or just one top it draws in air and the bottom it shoots it out. This one's shaped like a turbo, so it draws in air from like the side of it and it shoots the air out the bottom. So I'm like, you know what, that one would probably work better because it would direct the air better out. And it'd be and it was spinning a lot faster. So we set it in the drawer and we took a Sharpie and we outlined it and we took it out to the barn. And I grabbed a drill and I drilled a hole that was just big enough to fit a jigsaw blade in there. Cut her out with a jigsaw, did some sanding, did some more cutting. And right now I have a zip-tied fan with a battery pack in my computer that I can turn on for the flip of the switch. Yeah, and then after that, you had to work on something. You want to explain what that was? Can you hear it? Um, so then after we did that, we had to work on something else. You want to explain that was? Uh, yeah, um, so basically, my aunt needed a box to put her TV on in her kitchen to raise it up a little bit. And she wanted something made of wood. So she texted me and asked me if I could make a shiny fan. I thought my mom was going to hang out with her and other people, but apparently she wasn't. But, uh, that I didn't need. So I grabbed my angle grinder that I got for Christmas to do some sanding. Because, you know, an angle grinder that spins really fast, like faster, fast enough it can take down an inch wide overhang on this box in less than 30 seconds, would be a great idea. So I grabbed it, and then your dad shows up. I'm just covered in sawdust. Like, just. I'm standing outside the garage observing the cloud of sawdust. Yes, there is literally like a 10 foot cloud of sawdust pouring out of the barn. It's great. (laughs) Yeah, you'd have to triple mask to keep all the sawdust out of your mouth. I had a ski mask on, so it worked fine. So, we'll leave the big one for last, but today, I went to Walmart to replace one of my light strips that was broken. One of them just, like, randomly stopped for me. I don't recommend this brand, but the only reason I keep buying them is because I want all my lights to be the same, in, like, the same app and stuff, and just, like, kind of cool to have different reactions and different lights. If I just stay with one brand, I'm just staying with one app. So, I go to buy new lights today. And of course, I'm just thinking, I'm just going to buy two and I'll put up a front one in my room. Nope. I come home, I unbox the first box, and one of the LEDs is blinking a different color. Now, I had this happen on one of my other strips, and I returned those and it worked out fine. So I'm thinking, alright, well, I got two strips, so I'll return that one and I got another one, I'll try this one. I open up the box, it's a completely different product than the box that it was in. The box showed it was just a normal light strip, but it was like some other weird type of light strip. 
where it didn't have like as many LEDs and stuff, and it still was just wasn't running. So that's a disappointment. Yeah, but then I also bought a watch because I just wanted a watch because I don't want to, you know, have the temperature hides the clock and all that, all the cubes, so that she knows to turn around to look at the clock. Um. And then I bought a game for my Xbox One. There is the Supercross 3 Official Edition. It's a decent game. I mean, the physics are completely different than the first version, which I already had. But my friend bought the third one, and I wanted to play with him. So the physics are, like, completely different. So I'm trying to learn those. I'm getting pretty good. But, and then I bought... 12 months of Xbox Live Gold because I needed that to play with him. And I was going to ask for it for my birthday, but I got other stuff. Tools, dirt bikes, dirt bike accessories. Yeah, important stuff. Um, how much time, what time are we at? 30 minutes. Okay. So, um, uh, on Friday this week, um, was along with my mom, uh, my mom's and uh, my friend's birthday. So about mom's birthday is one week after mine. Or no? So um, a few a few weeks back, um, my mom t- uh, got a text from my friend's mom that um they wanted me, me and another friend to show up but and the one friend we'll call him uh Tim. bob we showed up at bob's house so um she, she told us that um we could she's gonna tell bob that um he can't have any friends over um, for his birthday, because for some reason, she's gonna make something up. So that Bob will be surprised when we showed up at his house when he got home. Um, so, we, uh, on Friday, went to his house, uh, me and Joe, to surprise Bob. So, we get there, and then we have to wait for about half an hour until he gets home. So we, of course, go up to his room, see all the stuff that he got for his birthday, <laughs> um, uh, watch an episode of a show that we liked, and then we head back downstairs and we hide behind the cabinets to wait for him. He's going to come in the back door by his kitchen. So we sat there, we waited... And then they pulled in the driveway, and they took the dog with them. So they let the dog in the house, and the dog comes in, and he's instantly on to us. He sees us, and then he knocks Joe back into a painting that falls off the wall. <laughs> because it's a big dog. It's a, uh, I don't remember what that type is. Your breed. And we... Um, he came in, uh, we already heard him argue with his brother before he even made it to the spot where we were going to jump out at him, and the dead giveaway for Bob was that, um, his dad was, uh, holding a phone, and for his birthday, he was getting a new computer, and of course, um, they had told him that it hadn't come in yet, and he thought that it might be, like, on the table or something, and that's why his dad was holding his phone. So then he starts to walk forward, and then we jump out at him and scare him. But he was just in shock. He wasn't, like, uh, uh, he didn't get scared, unfortunately, like uh, his dad wanted. So no one was able to come over because of COVID? Yeah, his parents just told him no one was able to come over because of COVID. So we surprised him. Like, a specific person had COVID, so they didn't. Oh, but they might get on the news for that. 
Yeah, so we surprised him, we hung out. He was like, I didn't have anything planned because I didn't know you were coming. And then he went around and showed us all of the stuff that he got for his birthday. <laughs> that we actually that you already was. saw. <laughs> yeah, but we had to act like we didn't see it. Um. Yeah, we hung out. We had fun. Um, but unfortunately, his computer actually did not come in yet, and it's hopefully he ha they ha it hasn't been shipped yet. The custom builder, one his dad's friend, uh, is building it for him, and apparently he's still building it, even though he guaranteed it would be to his house by his birthday. But anyways, <laughs> it's supposed to come in within the next week or so. Supposedly, it's shipping from Ohio. Speaking of Ohio. So, who knows about that? Speaking of Ohio. Uh, yep. Yeah. There is someone who lives in Ohio, or at least did, and I think still does. Yeah, I'm pretty sure still does. Ohio doesn't look for Go ahead, tell the story. Sorry, sorry, I, uh, you cut out for a long period of time there. So, um, Roman Atwood, a popular, popular YouTuber, who has been, um, we talked about him previously on how he was being stalked. You can go check out that episode. It was an episode, uh, it was in, Don't um, stalk him, he's a nice dude. Yeah, it was in our for it was in our pilot episode. Um, yeah, he's a nice person, and they had the um. So today, um, recently it was announced that he moved. That's right. So they got a new house. He had to move from his uh Wonderland that they created. They dug out a they custom dug a pond in the back, got stables for uh their uh, donkeys and then had a whole um, store for uh, their brand Spymore so they moved into their new house now I haven't seen a lot of a lot of footage from the house and we haven't seen much of it yet he However, did just post on Instagram he will be posting a new video Tuesday or Twitter or something I think so that'll that might be a house uh, that might be a house tour a yeah. full house tour um, I don't know about you, but it seemed to me like it was much, I don't know. It looked more modern. It had a His other house style looked like it. a normal home. It looked like it had carpet and yeah, things were open. looked like super modern. It had like the grand staircase, like the curved staircase. The grand staircase, sides. marble floors, everything is white. Yeah. I don't know if it was, it's modern, just... Uh, rich, we'll say. Yeah. I mean, the the their the kitchen is massive, and then it of course it has <laughs> the uh a like water tap that folds out of the wall. Then he calls a water fountain. So I have a theory. I think they All kept right. the other house. I think they still have it. I don't think they sold it. Yeah, because I, I don't know where the store is, and I don't think they would move the store. That, and they have so much stuff there. Yeah, like, between the, pond, the, like, garages, the donkeys, all that yeah. stuff, it's like, I think they're going to keep the other house for a little while until they get settled in, and or build more stuff on this property. No, I didn't, I didn't quite have time to reached the end of that video, but did they show the exterior? No, not at all. Which, they didn't like to show the exterior, at least the front of their old house. Yeah, privacy. but so did they, they might show, like, the land that it's on? Nope. So they might yeah, be so... even more strict now with that. Because of the whole incident. Yeah, we've seen, like, pictures of the of the gate, because he's, like, fixed the gate in some videos of his old house, and 
we've seen like driveway and stuff, but we have never seen the front of that house. Well, we've seen videos from other people. However, not directly from him. You can look up on Google Roman Atwood's house, and it will show you his house, and it will show you the address, and it would take you to Google Maps, and you can look it up and see it. But he also did have 24-hour police security there. So. Yes. But somehow the stalkers were able to get by that. Which still blows me that someone would want to do that to him. So hopefully we do get to see like the backyard and stuff, and hopefully they can make a nice environment. And if they do eventually move everything there with them, like the some of the um, like the store, maybe they'll have a building for that, or they'll just have the warehouse somewhere else. Yeah, or honestly, I wouldn't be shocked if they just build a whole new property for that, with how big that is. Yeah. I was shocked at the beginning that they were able to run that just from their house right there. Even though it's a lot more convenient for them. Yeah. I'm no and expert. And then they, uh... No, I'm just gonna say. Yeah, and then hopefully they can get, like, stables for the donkeys. And then, didn't they convert... Didn't they convert that to stables? Didn't they have, like, the monster truck arena there? Yeah, that's where they had the where giant the tabletop. And yeah. They had the tabletop where they jumped the GTR and... Yeah. Hopefully they move all the toys with them. They don't get rid of them. Oh, I'm sure they would. They would keep them. At least yeah. the dirt bike. Maybe they'll get a new pond for the giant uh, they get uh, a bigger bowling pond. pin looking thing. Maybe they get a I wonder if pond. the property came with a pond. I wonder if it's a bigger property. I wonder how much the house cost. That's a lot of questions. Some of which yes. we won't know, like how much it costs. Probably we'll never know that. Well, you can look out if you find out the property address, you can look it up on Zillow and then it'll tell you the property and the price. Okay. We'll uh you'll have to report back to us on how that went for you. That's fine. You'll yeah, find but that out for like us. we'll ever find out what the address of this house is. I'm sure someone will find out what it is. And then they'll spread yeah. it all over the internet. But I'm sure he already has his 24-hour security there, so. Yep. So don't go try and break into that place. Don't be a stalker. Don't break in. Don't be a jerk. Don't give people anxiety. Yeah, that's true. Did you have John, anything else you wanted advice. to talk about? <laughs> uh, I took this week off. So I ain't doing crap this week. From work. I took it off from work. I need a break for my arm. Uh, I might be quitting going to physical therapy and just doing it all at home. Uh, my channel is... Let's talk about that. My YouTube channel is going to completely change this summer. I've what is it changing to? It. It's going to be more focused, like... In, I want to call what I've been doing now the second chapter, and then uh, the next over this summer will be the third chapter. My goal is to teach. I want to teach people how to do stuff like anytime we do oil changes on dirt bikes, three-wheelers, four-wheelers, that cleaning kind of stuff. Cleaning carburetors. Yeah, cleaning carburetors, like Taking replacing tires. Taking jet ski. Yeah. It's like, going to happen this summer. Not for Because us. it needs to. We're like 300, 400. Oh, for you 250 guys. hours overdue. Oh, yeah, we did that last year for or two years ago for ours, so we're all good. But uh, yeah, just like teaching people how to do stuff, I think it'd be more valuable for people to watch instead of just me, you know. Yeah, and you want to talk about how the most viewed video you have on your channel is how to change a speedometer on a snowmobile. Yeah, my most viewed video is a tutorial. Well, not really, but it is. It's just a tight. It's titled as if it's a tutorial. Yeah, which I think was funny. Like, I did that as a joke. I was like, oh, it's <laughs> just me it working. Now it has 2,000 views. Yeah, now it has, it's like, 2,070 views. Have? What? How many subscribers do you have? I think, like, 60-something. So you got 2,000 views on a video when your channel only has 60 subscribers. My most viewed video before that, for reference, only had, like, 600 views. And then all of a sudden, this video in two months got 1,000. 
Yeah, so, um... And that most job. viewed video before it got... Took, like, three years to get 600. <laughs> Speaking of jobs, uh, this summer I think I'm going to be getting a job. I think, uh, we've got it down to pretty much the place, so... Get a job, but don't work full-time. I did that, and it was a terrible idea. Because yeah, for your no, first job... Yeah, a part-time job. Don't, like, I worked every day. Six days a week, eight hours a day. It was not... I think me hurting myself was a good break, and me realizing, yeah, um, this sucks. I literally was scraping cow crap for eight hours a day. Not fun. Ten out of ten do not recommend. Yeah. So I'm probably going to end up being a, a dock hand. So if you ever visit Swan Bay up in a thousand islands, I'll probably be... be uh, Tying up boats to the docks, running boat rentals. I'll come visit you. I got my license. Yeah. And I probably will ride to work some days. Yeah. Oh, speaking of driving, I uh, started my driver's manual the other day. I told myself I was going to read 10 pages every day. I only read 10 pages on the first day that I told myself I was going to do it. <laughs> it's been like three days. How, how like, big are the pages? Not well. The text size is kind of small, but are we talking like social studies textbook size or no? It's like a book. little pamphlet. Oh, it's, okay. It's like a. It doesn't even have a hundred pages on it. All right. So, are we gonna call it here? Yeah, this episode's been a little shorter. I thought we had some. I guess our stories aren't very long. The longest one was, it's, it's between the sledding and the skiing. Yeah, probably. Well, hope we hope to see you next whenever. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you guys when.